Hey everybody, it's JT. What is on your holiday meal shopping list? Well, I would suggest Painted Hills Natural Beef. It is some of the best beef in the world. And your friends and family will be thanking you for a long time if you serve Painted Hills Natural Beef for your holiday meals. And now you can buy it online just by going to PaintedHillsBeef.com. Use the code BBQNATION at checkout and save yourself 15% on your order. Give Painted Hills Natural Beef a place on your table this holiday season. It's time for Barbecue Nation with JT. So fire up your grill, light the charcoal, and get your smoker cooking. Now, from the Turn It, Don't Burn It studios in Portland, here's JT. Hey everybody, welcome to the nation. That's Barbecue Nation here on USA Radio Networks and in sundry of uh, stations around the country. Want to say hi to the folks up in Brainerd, Minnesota. Got a note from them the other day. So, hey, uh, I'm JT along with my Hall of Fame member and co-host Leanne Whippen um, coming to you from our respective Turn It, Don't Burn It studios in Portland and Tampa or anywhere there's great barbecue. Mm. Uh, today, we've got... Uh, KCPS icon and co-founder Carolyn Wells will be joining us in a minute. And we want to thank the folks at Painted Hills Natural Beef, beef the way nature intended. And don't forget, you can jump on their website at PaintedHillsBeef.com. You can order stuff online if you wish and type in BBQ Nation, the code, when you check out and you get a spiff there, about 15% off. Uh, if you've never tried their beef, I would highly recommend it. So. Let's get back and talk to one of the all-time heroes of barbecue, Carolyn Wells. Welcome there, kiddo. Thank you so much. Yes, Glad welcome. to be here. Mm-hmm. So I want to start the show on a very serious note. What's the, Carolyn, what's the silliest thing you've ever seen Leanne do at a cookout? Uh, silliest? Uh, I know exactly what she's going to say. <laughs> at least I think. <laughs> I think we're talking about uh, not cutting a rib all the way through. That would be it, being my first and only DQ. <laughs> and you may, and you enjoyed um, joining a very elite group. Yes, that's true. That probably trumps it. Yeah, that probably trumps it, but that's good. I, I just wanted to get that out of the way. <clears throat> Excuse me, because... Um, I hold you both in very high regard, but I knew there was a skeleton in the closet for Ms. Whippin in, in the competition <laughs> world sometimes. So since you've uh, kind of stepped back a little bit from KCBS and you're now a uh, almost full-time resident in Mulberry, Tennessee, what's the world looking like for uh, Carolyn Wells? It looks great. I'm loving it every day, um, even though I do have some um, challenges. Um, I've got lot, a lot of land and, and not much to do with it. So someone else takes care of it for me, but joining, well, it's just a great neighborhood. It's very rural and everybody looks out after everybody. And it's just a, it's just, it's fun. It's and you have Byron Chisholm living around the corner. What more could you ask for? No kidding. <laughs> he's uh he's on a little trip to the, this week and uh, next week, so um we'll have to forge for ourselves. He's yeah. a we have a Sunday supper every Sunday night, and oh. it's just he cooks for us and um, and it's just a great fellowship and it it's it, it's something we all look forward to. Do you do that down where they uh, had the party? At the ranch. At the ranch there? The butt ranch. Yeah. 
Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Um, yeah. I it was a little overwhelming at times because for, <laughs> just because of the amount of people and the sound coming through my headphones and stuff. But uh, it was it was very uh, interesting and a tremendous amount of fun. And well, uh, barbecue people are known to be vocal, don't you know? Oh yeah, mm-hmm. and the dogs and the trucks. And the do- yeah. yeah, the the dogs especially always chimed in when uh well we have two he has two new ones that he rescued so uh i so saw the pics adorable aren't they cute mm-hmm. they're gonna be easy to adopt out well we'll That's see if they, see if they're there this coming november we'll just take no, a, they won't be he's gonna track he's training them now is so, he mm-hmm. i yeah. didn't know byron was a dog trainer too oh he's a highly talented man mm-hmm. yeah yeah. So, okay. Since you stepped away, like we said, and we kind of got the thumbnail now of how you're, how you're doing and enjoying life in Tennessee. What about uh, what's going on with KCBS? It's, and there's nothing tragic or anything like that, but how has it changed since like Rod took over? You know, first Emily was there and now Rod's in command. Well, I think it's changed uh, for the better, you know, a different it's, it's time to let go of my uh, my child who has raging hormones and it's teen, teen years. And, <laughs> Good analogy. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, and let um, let somebody else take the reins. So it's it's uh, no longer I'm no longer on call twenty four seven, and uh, Rod is and. Uh, God bless him for it. <laughs> Are you still going to contests though? And oh yeah, at yeah, contests. Yeah. Okay, cool. Just you at uh, Lakeland. Mm-hmm. Well, I just I it, is it hard to give up the rings? I mean, that's been your baby for a long time, Carolyn. I mean, you well, and Gary and Rick yeah. and everybody started it, but I mean, it's that's your baby, and it must have been a little. I don't know what's the word I'm looking for. Uh, uh, it's sentimental. Sentimental, would, yeah, yeah. Would think very uh, sentimental. It's it's been a great ride, and I've met so many wonderful people. And you know what? It was time to step back. It's uh, it, it's not a. It, there was no kill the founder syndrome, uh, or the, the founders. Um, and it's very nice. And uh, I think we have a great relationship. Well, hell, you met me. What more could you want? <laughs> well, also, I mean, it is like a full-time job, 24-7. And everyone comes to a point in their life where they have to retire and give up the reins. So now's the time for you. And, I mean, you've been there how many years? 38. 38 amazing and yeah. you finally and you finally got paroled is that what you're telling us <laughs> yeah, <I guess> so. <laughs> no it's always been a labor of love mm-hmm. absolutely from, from when you guys sat around in the kitchen in the backyard and decided to form kcbs and that you've come a very long ways competition barbecue has come a very long ways uh you've you know, from where you started 
um, to the inclusion of other categories now in the competitions. You've got international people coming and all of those things. When you sat down in your kitchen with your husband, Gary, and everybody else, did you think it would get this far? Oh, heavens no. We were just a bunch of people or several people who who like to cook barbecue and uh and and I have to give great uh, uh homage to um to Memphis and Meg. It was my first encounter uh with barbecue competition and I thought, man, this is fun. You get to get drink beer and cook big old hunks of meat. Mm-hmm. Well, now that you have time, sort of, um, I know you're going to continue doing something as it relates to barbecue. Um, you know, albeit a book, uh, another book. <laughs> um, yeah. What are your plans? Uh, well, I still want to do uh, contest repping, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm officially historian now, so um, that's doing a lot of research and digging so that's going to be uh, uh um and it might and how do you convey the history that you're um compiling are you going to have like a museum somewhere something like uh, that no i think that i i want to have a celebration oh i like that can so, we come I, Sure. Every day is a celebration. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, that's that is true. But you know, there is so much history there. And doing this show, and I think Leanne would probably back me up on this, but doing the show, especially over the last couple of years, there's been a lot of authors. Um, you know, I was I'm trying to think of you got Robert Moss and Adrian Miller and, 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 uh, you know, we've talked to Udell Watts and all kinds of these folks. There's such a rich history and very eclectic from where barbecue got its roots. I mean, that's, that's still going to be an argument, I think, but it's a good argument because I've learned so much about the historical factors of, of barbecue since, uh, doing this show over the years i think it's incredible well it's it's really um it's evolving um you know we were named as not we but competition barbecue was named the next trend for this century so it's uh so we're kind of we are very happy about that that was from super magazine mm-hmm. and who uh, we are also friends and it's you know it's just it's it's not it, it's evolving and improving and it's just really it's it's a great culture. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, yeah, it's a great it's a great culture because it's two great <laughs> things: food, food, and people oriented. You know, yeah. And uh, I can certainly uh, relate uh, more to the food sometimes than the people. I'm not talking about barbecue people. I'm just talking about people in general. But uh, when anything is food-centric, I think you've got a winner. I think so, too. And, you know, uh, this is the only sport where that 
when people are at at say at the awards ceremony, they're clapping for their fellow competitors. Yes. Yeah. And just don't see that a lot. No, you don't. Well, we're going to take a break here on The Nation. We're going to be back with Carolyn Wells, an icon in the barbecue world, co-founder of KCBS, among other things. And uh, Leanne and I will be back to continue our discussion with Carolyn in just a moment. Stay with us. Hey everybody, it's Jeff here. I want to tell you about something really cool. Heritage Steel Cookware. I just got mine. Uh, I do a lot of cooking and it's got five ply construction, stay cool handles. It's titanium strengthened. It's got all the great stuff. Just go to heritagesteel.us and find out more. You'll love it. I guarantee it. Welcome back to the nation, uh, Barbecue Nation. I'm JT, along with Leanne Whippen, my co-host, co-commander, co-pilot, co-conspirator. She's a lot of co's, but she knows what she's doing, and that's a good thing. Um, if you'd like to get a hold of us, it's pretty easy. You can just go to barbecuenationjt.com. Um, there's an info thing there. Contact us. Uh, you can do that, or you can find us. Uh, on, you know, like on Facebook and uh, Instagram and Twitter and yeah, that there's a big long list of them, but um, you can go there and reach out to us. Uh, Leanne posts more things than I do. I post mostly about the shows, but Leanne's always got some great food she's posting up there. So um, you can check that out and it's a lot of fun um, mm -hmm. and you can make comments too. And if we don't like them, we just erase them. So how about that? <laughs> how about that? Uh, we're talking with Carolyn Wells today, a dear friend, personal friend, dear friend of the show, and a co-founder of KCBS. Um, you know, we, we were talking in the last segment, Carolyn, about trends, barbecue trends, uh, trends in society and all that stuff. And then I read some stats today that uh, almost – 80% of the people in the United States have uh, some way, and they're not all like us, which are maniacs, but they have some way that they barbecue or grill or cook outdoors. Um, and I think that's a pretty fascinating number that it's grown that much. Because when I was growing up, um, and I think when Leanne was growing up, Leanne's dad was very much into barbecue, as you know. You were very much into it um, there. But when I was growing up, not everybody had a barbecue. Not everybody, you know, grilled or cooked or smoked or whatever their preference was. Not everybody did that. And I know I'm only 14, so it's come a long ways <laughs> in a short period of time. Lots of new bells and whistles. Yeah. New mm. techniques. Um, and, you know, barbecue used to be uh, hot dogs and uh, burgers. And, but that, that was grilling. But we're really not um, barbecue snobs. No. We, it, we, we're, we're willing to cook anything, but prefer the low and slow. Yeah. We've and, had, we've done some explorations lately that, with seafood 
Leanne found out some things about squid, uh, which oh. you have to listen to the previous show to find out what that was. But uh, it, it, it was pretty funny. Uh, but uh, yeah, there's I don't think there's anything you really can't cook if you put your mind to it in uh, in a smoker or a grill or a barbecue or what whatever tools you have. I think you can figure it out if you put your mind to it. Well, and we while we don't use it in the competition, um, you know, gas is not a, a dirty word. You know? No, it's... no. Unlike uh, in certain circles of our political society, a lot of people have gas grills. They're the, that it's more prevalent than anything, just because of the convenience. I think, but uh, to me, I think it, it's. Uh, I'm glad to see him cooking outside on anything. Even if it's a yeah. blowtorch in the welding shop, you know, you see that right. stuff too. Yeah. And it's really a way we get to be kids again because we're outside, we're with our families usually. Um, and, and it's just, uh, it's good for the soul. Yeah. What do, you, what do you think is the biggest thing you've taken away from your experience with KCBS? Um, I've taken away the, the notion that this was a hard task. It was, it was not, it was a labor of love and it was, it, I didn't embrace, it didn't embrace, I didn't, uh, I don't stop. We need to, <laughs> that's okay. I, um, I embraced it. And it embraced me, and I, I just love that. And it's it was, it's not about money. It's not about it's about oneself to be creative and to do the very best they can uh, at any task, any day of the week. All when did when did you know? I mean, was it the first time that you guys uh, put something on your Weber kettle? Or when did you know that this was something you really wanted to pursue? Um, well, it was, I'll go back to Memphis in May. I went, I was uh, managing a barbecue sauce, um, the best sauce you've never heard of, <laughs> called Wicker's. And it was vinegar and spices. And anyway, we so we demoed at the the contest at Memphis in May. And you know, it was just it, it was just the camaraderie, and it just felt right. And it's um, it it just it's like I found another home. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Do you, did you, do you think, do you think there was a tipping point when it really took off? And why? Oh, tipping point. Let me think. Uh, no, I just think it was organic, and it just mm-hmm. it it just it once you experience the thrill of victory, obviously you get uh, you you get uh, hooked, and then uh, you just keep on trying to best yourself. Leanne, when did you know? that you wanted to pursue this? I mean, you were with your dad and- you... I knew it at the American Royal when we won the first place in pork. Team Boris. Like, 
Yeah, I was like, I can do this. And um, second moment was when I quit my full-time job to get a trailer and a rig and, and go compete. Um, that was definitely a time that I knew I was in it. I was vested at that point. Yeah. And your dad was just, you, you got that gene from him. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good gene. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Wonderful. I, I just always am curious what the, uh, if you will, the epiphany that strikes people, uh, not just about barbecue, but other things that I am involved in, but I find it always very fascinating, fascinating that there was, uh, there was always one thing they could, narrow it down to that was like Leanne said, the tipping point. Okay. I've got, I've got one it was nine 11 and, um, and we were supposed to go to Alabama for a, a contest. And, and we, they obviously the planes weren't flying. So we packed up the dog and went up, went on our merry way down there um, after they decided they were going to change the, the contest from from Saturday to Sunday. And you were here on the banks of the of the of the, the Tennessee River. It was beautiful. Um, the people wanted to they wanted to be with other people. They wanted their kids playing in the play playground. They wanted the kids to be able to do the duck races. And they wanted to be around other people and eat some good food and uh, basically bond with others, with their friends and neighbors and whoever they met. And um, after, took me a couple of years, but after that, it our growth rate in competition was was five percent a year and it then it dawned on me it's gone up to 15 or 20 percent a year and it's all because the people wanted to be together be with each other um and it was a great venue for small town America to experience and get to show off their their they in the South particularly they try to out nice each other. They're just mm -hmm. when when you come to their town, you're so very welcome. Absolutely. It's not, it's not a drunken brawl. It's a it is a it's it's the way that we get to be kids again and embraced. There you go. Uh, we're going to take another break. We're going to be back with Carolyn Wells, um, barbecue icon. I can't say that enough uh, with uh, Jeff and Leanne here on Barbecue Nation. Stay with us. Hey, 
Hey, everybody, it's JT, and I have eaten, if you've ever looked at me, you know that, but I have eaten seafood all over the world, and I can tell you there's no place better than here in Oregon and our Dungeness Crab. If you want to learn more about Oregon Dungeness Crab, just go to OregonDungeness.org and find out how to cook it, how to catch it, where to buy it, and the sustainability of what they're doing there in the Oregon Crab Commission. Check it out. Welcome back to The Nation. I'm JT, along with uh, Hall of Famer Leanne Whip. And i got two Hall of Famers today, and that's kind of a cool thing. We do that a lot on this show. We've got Carolyn Wells with us from, um, uh, I should say, KCBS Emetrius. How's that? Uh, or Emeritus, however you pronounce it. Uh, we'd like to thank the folks at Painted Hills Natural Beef, Beef the Way Nature Intended, and also, da 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 Ms. Whippin's own pig powder, best rub on the planet. It's been awarded and um, great stuff. I'll have to tell you after the show, Leanne, about a recipe. I used it in the other day. Um, we do that a lot. Well, it's but dad's you, recipe and I'm just carrying it through, keeping it alive. <laughs> carrying the torch. I like that. Go to pigpowder.com and uh, Leanne will make sure that you get your pig powder. And as I said, we were talking with Carolyn Wells from Kansas City Barbecue. Um society and uh carolyn is also an author barbecue greats uh memphis style and barbecue uh she was the chief essayist for the uh, kansas city barbecue society cookbook which she was graciously got me a copy of and signed it mm -hmm. you have one of those leanne i have one for sure i don't know if she signed it or not and then i'm one <laughs> up on mailing it to you <laughs> <laughs> uh she's also a national award winner in the Tab tabasco community cookbook awards and uh also an inductee in the uh walter esque mckinney mckinney mcclaney okay thank you uh hall of fame and uh he's a tabasco guy i believe isn't he right yes. the book or it was for community uh, cookbooks. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So if you if you wrote uh, another cookbook after everything you've been through, would it totally be a, a cookbook or would it be some essays on your experiences? Well, it, it could be essays on probably other people's experiences because it, it, I can't write about myself. Uh, that's <laughs> but it's it, it's just they have such great stories to tell, and they're all different, and and they're just wonderful. And um, I'm not trying to whitewash anything, but it's these people have done more for the well. There's just a passion about barbecue. So I want to ask you a technical question, and I'm kind of being semi-serious. How has brisket competition changed from when you originally put KCBS together to where we are today? Uh, that's very easy. It's changed from Packers uh, to barbecue is taking a, a lowly meat and making it into a work of art. So all we had was Packer, you know, yeah, what you get at the grocery or or your wholesale club or whatever and now it's turning into wagyu and you know it, it it's gone from 69 cents in the low time and 
to up to three hundred dollars per brisket. Yeah, and how is the have the flavors, uh, the profiles and the flavors and the rubs and stuff and the techniques? I mean, you were there, you've seen it firsthand, yeah. just like yeah. Leanne. But yeah. how has that changed? I mean, have you been impressed with what they've come up with these days? Well, I'm, that's a mixed question for me because I think everything is way too sweet now. But uh, but it started out being um, basically vinegar and spices up to um, up to oh, let's say something like uh, Casey Masterpiece that Doctor Doctor Davis uh, made in. Pool or his bathtub or something like that, but it, it <laughs> you know, to a sweeter flavor, and that has ranged for quite some time. I'm now informed that it's going to savory now. So, have you seen that, Leanne? I have. Um, I actually used to marinate my brisket, I think it had mustard and jalapenos and Worcestershire. I mean, anything to get you know, a piece of meat to taste good. And I found that the flavor profiles in the past, uh, because I would judge at least once a year that, um, at least you kind of be surprised by what you ate. Now it's not a surprise. It's almost like it's the same thing after the same thing, you know, and, and I'm very sensitive to that injection flavor. And if people overdo it, I can pick up that right away. And I don't like that flavor. Um, I can tell the quality. Yeah, it's like liquid smoke. And, you know, <laughs> I, I, you know I, I, it's a fine line if you're going to use it at all. But um, it has changed so much, brisket, I think, the flavor profile. And I honestly think back in the day, we would have more of, I hate to call it authentic barbecue, but it was more of like a crunchy outside. And now because of all the techni- techniques, it may be dark, but it doesn't have that good crunchy bark on it anymore. So <clears throat> I don't like me... it as well now as I did in the past, quite frankly, judging because it's just all the same. And so that's what my next question was. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, from where it started to today, when you when you started this this whole process. And the competitions and stuff was the, was the end result like on the brisket, Carolyn. And I'm going to ask you this too, Leanne. Um, was that stuff you could feed your family, if you will, versus today? It seems like you're going for the one bite knockout punch. Oh, um, I think you you you. It's something it was very hard to mass produce. That's better uh, the best way I know to say it. It's uh, it's something that uh, you if you had a restaurant and served uh, brisket the way you you do in competition, you would go broke immediately because <laughs> mm-hmm. you have to take such better care of it to get that one bite phenomena um but it's sure i'd I'd serve it to my family leanne unless it was not properly 
Well, from a different perspective, I remember cooking brisket after brisket after brisket, and I didn't think of anything going out and buying a brisket because it was so cheap, like you said, Carolyn. And now it, it's not like you can keep testing because it costs you an arm and a leg. So, yeah. I mean, it's different. People, I don't think, really buy a $300 brisket and say, hey, we're having dinner tonight with the family. <laughs> yeah, right. That's true. Well, we've, we've had people on the show that have said, <clears throat> that actually are involved in the restaurant business say, no, 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 we've served the exact same thing in the restaurant that I, that I prepare in competition. And I'm not saying they don't. I just am, and have not, me personally, have not tasted their work. So I'm always curious about that, that they would, um, go to through that whole process. And if that's something they did every day, especially like Leanne said with the injectables and this type of thing that I don't know, I, I question that, I guess. Well, I, I question it because having run many restaurants, it's the personnel and the staff that has to be there overnight babysitting where you can put it, you know, in a smoker overnight. Right. and uh, let it roll. But if you have somebody babysitting and going through the steps that competition takes, I just don't see how that's feasible um, for you to make a profit. And, you know, good for them if they're doing that, but you're also adding additional ingredients that are expensive and injections are expensive. I just don't see from a bottom line how they can survive doing that, let alone with the cost of beef as it is today. Yeah, I... I you know, on as you know, I owned a restaurant a long time ago. I had a catering company for a long time. And um, it does get, when you're trying to create that cer certain profile, prices go up. Beef prices have gone up, obviously. You know, we've talked to Will Homer from Painted Hills multiple times on the show about how, how just life in general, inflation, whatever you want to say, makes the cost go up. That affects your bottom line. The seasonings of the spices, the injectable, and the labor is incredible. Mm -hmm. So as you said, if you have somebody babysitting it all night out on the smoker, but you're paying that person too, one or two people to keep an eye on, on those briskets all night, that's, mm -hmm. you know, you're not going to get a $7.95 brisket sandwich anymore. Honestly, I like a brisket that smokes all night long that hasn't been touched and it wiggles and jiggles and you serve it right away. That's the way I like it. I don't like all the other stuff from competition brisket. So I, I prefer it to be more natural. Um, that's just me. No, I think that's <laughs> Carolyn, what do you think about that? I'd agree with it. I would agree with Leanne. So what is your favorite out of the ribs, the pork, the brisket, the chicken, blah, blah, blah. What's your favorite? I would say pork that has bark on it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I don't know if I've ever asked you that, Leanne. What's your favorite? It's a mood thing for me. It's definitely not chicken, but sometimes I'm in the mood for, you know, beef and a brisket. Um, I like, like Carolyn said, pork with bark on it. As a matter of fact, I'm putting one on tonight because I'm craving it so bad. Um, now, are you talking a butt? Uh, are you I'm, I'm sorry. doing two, two pork butts tonight. Okay. Sorry. Um, overnight. But I, I think that pork would be my favorite. And then uh, a tie between brisket and ribs, depending on my mood for a second. 
and chicken is definitely not there. It's down the line a little bit, huh? Yeah. yeah. Don't forget the crab, though. You can do crab. Yeah. Land can always do crab and fish. We're going to take another break. And we're going to be back with Carolyn Wells from KCBS and Miss Whippin, both of them Hall of Famers. So you're listening to Barbecue Nation. Hey, everybody, it's JT. You know, I talk about Painted Hills all the time. Uh, and we always say beef the way nature intended, but it's more than that because each bite of Painted Hills will make your taste buds explode, put a big, bright smile on your face, and whoever's at your dinner table will have a big, bright smile on their face. And you can thank me for that later. Just go to PaintedHillsBeef.com and find out more. You won't regret it. Hey everybody, JT here. I want to tell you about the Hammerstall knives. Hammerstall combines German steel with beautiful and functioning designs. They're part of the Heritage Steel Group, which also does their pots and pans. So go to heritagesteel.us, check out the Hammerstall knives. If you're really into cooking, I think you're really going to like them. Welcome back to The Nation. I'm JT, along with Leanne Whippen. Uh, today, we're talking with Carolyn Wells, uh, one of the founders of uh, KCBS and uh, KCBS Icon. We'd like to thank the folks at the Oregon Crab Commission, <coughs> Leanne's new favorite seafood, um, for uh, supporting this show and uh, the golf show. And uh, if you ever get the uh, chance to eat some real Dungeness crab off, off the coast of Oregon, do so. It will change your life. Uh, I can pretty much guarantee that change yours. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll have to send Carolyn the pictures of you creating a a dinner spread on your uh, bed at the hotel with at the, the hotel, uh, yeah, <clears throat> with the toilet paper rolls as a uh, vase, and mm-hmm. it works works out. <laughs> it she, works. She's in that. So, Carolyn, put on your um, prognostication hat. Where do you think? Competition barbecue and or the world of barbecue will be in 10 or 20 years. Uh, I think it will be. It's it's like an artisan thing. And um, I hope that people don't lose their enthusiasm because of the price points of everything. Uh, but it, it it's definitely changing because of it, uh, gas, the price of meat, the availability of meat, and but I think it's going to survive and everything's going to be great. Yeah. Do you think that going down the road, or so to speak, that KCBS will create some new categories for people? Well, we can do virtually anything um, that in the protein line and uh, and uh, well, we have done oysters that were that was so good. It was, <laughs> <laughs> loved it, and they did it. They they did them three different ways. We did that a couple of years, and that went away. Uh, we we have. Uh, 
mainly it's the choice or not the choice it's the the doing one meet competitions doing four meet competitions doing ancillary ones like turkey um we're doing yeah uh, we've done lamb we've done what you name it and we took it it's <laughs> but because the principles of judging are all the same, basically. Right. Mm -hmm. Leanne, if there was one thing I could ask you, what would you like to see included in these competitions? A different, um, something different. Um, I like the turkey edition. Um, I think that's good. It has to be a meat that I think people are somewhat familiar with. Um, maybe some sort of seafood just make it a broad seafood category where people could you know do any type of seafood that they want yeah um might be interesting um but gosh um i don't know maybe duck <laughs> yeah <laughs> i don't know i don't know it's a good question that's why i like anything but because it gives you pretty much you yeah. can go anywhere with it so i i like when they do the anything but and since i'm there and i'll usually almost always compete in that category i think it's a lot of fun and being a broad category it, it isn't like you have to keep practicing on a particular meat or what have you that you may may not even like to cook <laughs> yeah yeah i just it think also, it, it go lets ahead. you be creative as, as well yeah right and usually with anything but they let you do open garnish which you know is fun too not that you should be charged, you know, judged on garnish, but it's it's just one thing that's optional that you know is fun. Well, if you look at the picture behind me, <clears throat> this is the type of thing that I would like to see. Just me personally, that's a a big uh, heirloom tomato. It's got some big jumbo shrimp on it. It's got some feta and. Um, Parmesan, some green onions or shallots on it, uh, depending yeah. on what you do, a little horseradish. And it it's just something that's very easy, but you know, that's you can create things like that. And I think that's mm -hmm. a lot of fun. And it's got yeah. different flavor profiles than the heavier proteins. Right. Yeah. I would be shocked if um Memphis or KCBS adds another mandatory protein category. I think what they have now is kind of the classics when you think of barbecue. Uh, turkey, I could see being the only thing that might come into the mix as a permanent, but I, I honestly don't think it's going to go much further than where it's at, but I could be wrong. Well, I've um, been wrong before. <laughs> not too many times, but yeah. Yeah. Except when you forgot to cut your rib. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that that's that's on the wall with it. The picture is framed, you might say, Leanne. According I to mean, Carol. They, you know what they could do? I mean, they could expand the rib category. They could go into country style ribs, you know, and kind of broaden that category a little bit you know, where you have the option to do country style or, you know, whatever. Um, chicken, as I've said time and time again, it you should have to cook the light and the dark meat, not just, you know, dark meat all the time. That's what everybody chooses to do, just to test their skills. Um, that's always something I'd like to see. 
Yeah, and and I would uh, personally, like I said, I would like to see something if you're if you are doing chicken, and um, you know, cook's choice type thing is um, you can get creative with it, wrapping it in bacon or whatever mm-hmm. uh, to. And that's what KCBS does now. I mean, it's not yeah. mandatory. They they do that a lot, which is nice. Yeah, I just think all those things, uh, because I think sometimes we do get put in a box a little bit, stereotypically, where it's like, yeah, it's it's ribs, it's uh, it's brisket, it's this, it's that, and and um, whether people like them or not, I think uh, the steak cook off people. You know, that's fine, but I think they've got to get beyond this, just me, but they got to beyond just cooking a ribeye, you know, mm-hmm. that that's, I'm kind of persnickety about stuff, as you know, but, uh, you know, I just think that's a great idea. Um, I know Carolyn is going to stick around for after hours, but what are you looking forward to doing now that you're in downtown Mulberry? Well, I um, there are some great parks down here, the national parks, and there. Uh, so, in Daniel Boone, hunted in our creek. So I, I'm I want to. I, I had Tennessee history when in in grade school, and it. I want to explore some of these places around because they're incredibly beautiful mm-hmm. yeah they are they they really are you know i hadn't spent uh, a whole lot of time in your neck of the woods um usually uh flying in and out of chattanooga or something or memphis or nashville and never getting to spend a lot of time there it is it, it is beautiful there and i think you've picked a great place to you know go after the next phase of your life mm-hmm. i would expect leanne to be up there in a pup tent in your backyard very, very shortly <laughs> he's welcome i'll even let her in the house oh, okay. oh thank you <laughs> okay all right um well that's going to wrap up the regular show for this week we want to thank carolyn wells uh hall of famer kcbs founder and icon and author and you know, you can give a, a whole long list of superlatives about Carolyn, but the great thing is she's just a great person, period. Mm-hmm. And uh, I figure it's a uh, it's been a real honor and pleasure to meet you and have an association with you over the years. And I'm sure Leanne feels the same way. I do. I do. Yeah. Uh, but like I said, we're not done with you yet, so we're going to throw you on the grill in the next after hour segment here, but that's going to wrap it up for us this week, folks. We want to thank Carolyn Wells. We want to thank my co-host Leanne, and we want to thank you for listening. We'll be back next week with another show. And remember our motto here, turn it, don't burn it. Take care, everybody. <laughs> Barbecue Nation is produced by JTSD LLC Productions in association with Salem Media Group. All rights reserved. <laughs>